Hi, gorgeous. This is episode 95. You are listening to Heart Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Schlonsky, and I am thrilled to spend another Variety Friday with you. And today I actually have a pretty cool surprise, so stay tuned. And make sure you have subscribed to Heart Sales Podcast. You find all the episodes, including the show notes, the transcripts, all the resources we're talking about at christineschlonsky.com. So hop on over there, find the podcast tab, and you are all good to go. And if you are looking for updates on Heart Sales Podcast, make sure you subscribe for the empowerment notes. They come once a week to your inbox to give you some really cool empowerment. And I'm so excited that today is the first time on Variety Friday. I actually have a guest. And in this case, it is really a surprise guest and a very spontaneous thing following the flow. And I'm going to welcome Leo Quinn. Thank you very much, Christine. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited uh, to have you here. So to all our listeners, because you are from the New York, from state New York, upstate, how do you say upstate? Upstate or? New York, yes. Uh, three hours York. north of New York City, yes. So a warm welcome to all the listeners from there. And then also to the listeners from Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for being here. And so Leo did something which I find super, super cool, and it teaches us sales skills. He is a listener of Hard Sales Podcast, and he listened to the episode with Andrea Waltz, the Go For No expert that was aired in January. And Leo has such a cool project that I thought, I want to take his knowledge, his experience, and I want to share that with you because he is going for a full summer of a thousand no's. And I find that so impressive. So tell us a little bit about Leo. How did you come to that project? Well, I'm embarrassed to say that I bought Andrea's book 11 years ago, March 20. 2008. And I only discovered that yesterday looking at, because uh, uh, I was buying another copy. And I've talked about that book for years. I reference it several times a year. I do a lot of marketing meetups in my area. And so I'm talking about that book constantly. Uh, in November, they get excited about uh, going for no challenges and things. And I always bring it up to my email lists and my local meetups. But I've never actually taken on the challenge of intentionally increasing my failure rate. And I was in May, I was started looking for a summer project and I saw a tweet that of Andrea's that I liked uh, several years ago. And that tweet was, I can achieve every goal and reach every dream by simply hearing no more often. And I, for some reason that really resonated with me on, on May 23rd, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for, I'm going to increase my failure rate this summer. 100 sounded too easy and a thousand made me nervous. So I figured I should probably go for the thousand. So, so that's X, what I did. You 10x what she is uh, suggesting, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, um, so I, I come up with a summer of a thousand no's and that was on May 23rd. And because of fear, I didn't really get started until June 10th. But uh, since June 10th, I've gotten 332 no's. Yeah, awesome. And I'm just going to give the readers some insight of how you approached me in an email and I really, really loved how it's written because, you know, sometimes we go for no's but half-heartedly 
right? Mm -hmm. We do not expect a yes. We do not hope for a yes. We just go like, okay, well, let's put the check mark. I got another no in this example, right? And it, yeah. it can be the same vice versa with a yes. If people do something, but they, they are not in it, they don't play full out, right. they will never get the desired result no matter what they are looking for because it's just, you know, if I don't play full out, people will, will get that energy. So you said that you, you, you were looking for go for no, and then you found the, the podcast and that you are interested in talking about the topic. So I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna read this because I, I find it so wonderful. <laughs> so part of your email says, I don't know if you still have an interest in the topic or in talking to someone actually going for no, but I'm in the midst of a project I call Summer of a Thousand No's, and I am on number 332. Will you be 333? Right? So I thought that what was so cool, so that like kept my interest, and mm -hmm. now I was engaged in you shooting me an email. So you say that you get about 12 no's per day, and that you will be reaching your goal probably before August 31st. Right. And what I also love is you sent me some examples and I find that so interesting because when I was still in corporate and I did cold calling, mm -hmm. that's basically what we all hear. So I'm just going to take a tiny peek. There's, there's only 12 no's on that recording. I recorded some of them and there's 12 of them. Yeah. 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 I'm just them. I'm, I'm just going to get a taste of it. Okay. Um, so that people can hear again what they are fearful of and we can see it's not that bad. Right. <laughs> so let's just go for this. Now that poor woman, as I said, it's not like I was torturing her, but uh, the phone picked up. There was no noise. I said, hello. And that's what she said. Leave me alone. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> she was having so, a bad day, I guess. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that, that was something that I had to learn in, in sales is if we don't make it about us, right. right? We never know what happened on the other side. I mean... Now with all the smartphones, we might see the other person, but if it's cold calling, it's probably just going to be the classic um, call. Right. So we don't, we don't know what's going on and why somebody responds as they respond. Yes. So I guess one of the learnings would be just relax, right? There's mm -hmm. nothing that can happen. Nobody's going to come through the telephone, grabbing your ear <laughs> or, or, you know, trying to choke you or by grabbing right. your neck or anything. So just relax. That's all that can happen is a no. And, and, and right. these people have forgotten about you 20 seconds after you're off the phone. So it's not something you need to dwell on. Yeah. So how, how did you feel this your first no's? It's funny. Well, I said I came up with this idea on May 23rd, and I didn't make my first calls until June 7th. I made 10 calls. I got brave for some reason on that Friday, and I made 10 calls. I talked to three people and got one no. So I was off to the races. The following Monday, I decided I was going to make 100 phone calls just to rip the Band-Aid off. 
And wow. I did, I, uh, wrong numbers I counted. It was just going to be a phone call. If, I, if it was a no answer that counted, I just wanted to make 100 phone calls. It took me two hours and 49 minutes, and I got 29 no's. Um, so at, at that point, before that day, I didn't really know how realistic getting 1,000 no's was going to be. I knew I couldn't do it going door to door selling something, but I figured I could at least pick up the phone and make a lot of phone calls. So after day number two, really, where I made 100 calls and got 29 no's, I, I realized that this was going to be a realistic goal. At that point, I did the math. I figured out, okay, I've gotten 30 no's so far. I need, uh, you know, I divided 970 divided by 90 days of summer or whatever, and it worked out to about 12 no's a day. So I figured out I could do that. It takes me about an hour, hour and a half now to get 12 no's a day on the phone. Okay, well, that's very, very good. And I just, I just love how excited you talk about it and how enthusiastic you are. And just one thing, you're going for the no. And the, the book actually of Andrea Waltz, which by the way, she is episode number 21 and 22 on Heart Sales Podcast, if you want to listen in. And um, so it's go for no, but yes is a destination. Right. And you just said something with 100 calls, you only got 29 no's. Yes. So does that mean like all the other 71 didn't pick up? Or right, didn't, no answer, or the owner isn't in, or I just couldn't get a firm answer. A lot of no answers because I was calling earlier in the day. Uh, for this uh, project, I seem to be calling pizza shops. Uh, I'm a marketing consultant. I help businesses with their marketing. And so I wanted to come up with something that was simple and easy for businesses to understand. So this particular program I'm talking about, text message marketing. So I'm calling pizza shops, asking if they're interested, if they have a text message program, if they don't would they be interested? And I could email them some more information. On those, on, during those 100 calls, I got 29 no's, but I also got six people requesting more information. So we sort of forget about the yeses or the maybes that you're looking for, but those come exactly. along naturally too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's another great learning and, and why I love having this conversation with you. So I'm just fi finishing off uh, parts of your email, which really uh, got me intrigued as well, was you write, I'm not a guru. I have nothing to sell your listeners, but I enjoy telling my story as a way to encourage others to get out of their comfort zone and to hear no more often. Really, please do send me a no if this isn't a good fit. Uh -huh. Getting 1,000 no's, it's a lot and every little bit helps. Thank you. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I, you know, it put a big smile on my face and I thought, well, let's see if he is prepared for a yes. What happened <laughs> if I just reach out and we have this experimental side and I, I, I messaged you back asking you if you would be willing and spontaneous to hop on this podcast mm -hmm. within the next two hours to record an episode. And you said yes. Absolutely. So what, what did you learn from that? Well, to be ready. And, you know, for some reason I said I needed 20 minutes. I really didn't need 20 minutes. I just needed a second to put my hand through my hair to fix <laughs> my hair. So I didn't need 20 minutes, but I figured I could use it for something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love that. So if you're listening and you're thinking like, wow, I mean, that's quite courageous and it truly is. So chapeau for you actually doing uh, that exercise that um, mm -hmm. Andrea recommends um, in the book. 
And also I want people to see the positive side effects is getting the yes. Yes. Right? So yeah. you got six sent me more information out of a hundred calls. Mm -hmm. Then there were many where people just weren't in. So it's not really a no right into your face. You exactly. Yes. And I, yeah. I don't count it if uh, the owner's not in or I don't get a, yeah. I count, I hang up. If somebody hangs up on me, you know, if I make the quick pitch, if somebody hangs up, that counts as a no. Okay. Uh, and that happens every once in a while. I yeah. actually, I've gotten to a point where I like the hangups. You know, I cheer, hey, I'm closer to my 12 of the day. So it's really a weird thing. And somebody asked me, now, when you get a yes, do you stumble a little bit? And I said, yes, actually, I, I have. And now I know exactly what to say if somebody says a yes. But before that, I sort of really wasn't prepared for it. I stumbled a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's okay. I think if you sound uh, too much like an automaton, uh, that turns people off. So if you sound like a real person, I think that helps. Yeah, totally. But also just be prepared, right? Because if you, not if, like when you ask, you have those two choices. Right. Right? It exactly. can be a yes or a no. Just because you're focusing on the no's, you don't want to push away the yeses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And don't forget to follow up. You know, I, I haven't been the greatest at following up on the, the yeses and the maybes. So I got yes. to remind myself, you're, you're really looking for yeses here. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's the the money is actually in the follow up as well. Absolutely. So I'm I'm just wondering, have you ever called back a person who just hung up on you? I have not, and I I don't have to because you know this particular project I'm talking to pizza shops and there are millions of them around. Yeah. So when they say call back, the owner will be back. I don't. I just keep right on going. Yeah. You know, I don't want to waste any time, um, and just new blood. I probably should go back, but I would never do that. Calling these pizza shops, I also try to be respectful. I don't call during lunchtime. You know, I call in the morning before 11 and then after two in the afternoon. Now, some yeah. places are still busy, but most places uh, slow down a little bit before between lunch and dinner. So, I do try to be respectful. If somebody answers and it sounds busy or they ask me to hold because they're taking an order, I'll hang up. Again, I don't want to interfere with anything uh, that I'm aware I'm interfering with. I know that I'm calling a business during business hours, but I try to be as respectful as possible. And I also love that. I think there's a golden nugget in it. Know your market. Mm. Right? right? Because Absolutely. if you go to a pizza shop during lunchtime when they have their busiest hours, if they're right. up, <laughs> right? Exactly. You, you are not coming at the right moment. Right? right? They need to receive your message and they need to listen to your message so mm -hmm. they understand what kind of benefits they can receive working with you. So right. I think that's another good one, really knowing your market and then going in the best hours. I think so. I think so. And I just remembered, I wanted, I, nobody can see this on the recording, but I wear this little name tag around. Uh, as you can see, it says 332 on it. So as I'm, if I go to local networking events or things, I'll wear this around and people will ask me, what's that number on your name tag? And I, I'll, I'll say, that's my IQ, but uh, then I'll actually tell them what it is. But. <laughs> Being, I, found, I have found being public about this goal has really helped as well. Normally, I just, most people keep their goals to themselves, particularly their success goals. I like, I like having a failure goal out there. Uh, yeah, makes, that's uh, a great idea. People wonder. And uh, it, it's a fun, fun thing to talk about. It, def it definitely is. And I think it's so important because if we overcome that fear of being rejected, life all of a sudden becomes so much easier because you always know there are enough choices. There's, right. you know, there, exactly. there are thousands of pizza shops in, 
in yeah. for your project. And I'm quite sure for no matter what you offer, it might be coaching, multi-level marketing, whatever, there, there are enough people and not everybody is your perfect fit. Right. So this is really Exactly. Amazing. And I, I will say one of my goals for the rest, I have 700 or 600 and some odd more to go, is I want to start getting more offline no's. I think I've conquered my fear of the phone. Now I do have to talk to more people um, offline to uh, get more no's face to face. Yeah, but you've been, like you said, in March uh, 16, you attended 31 networking events in 31 days. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I like to do weird stuff like, weird challenges like this. Yes. So yeah, that was, prior to that, I hadn't been to 31 networking events in my life. I don't tend to like the uh, the small talk that goes on at these things. But again, I, just, I knew it's something I would have to do if I wanted to improve this marketing business of mine. And so I did it. And it was, it was a great talking point. I had to go to a lot of unusual networking events just to get my quota because there aren't business networking events every day. Um, but it was a great talking point, you know, before or during the 31 days and after the 31 days, because people hear that and they think, Oh my God, how could you do it? How could you do it? Well, it was, it was fun to do and it gave me something to talk about. Well, you also have a Facebook group. I'm just going to say it's Rejection Adventures. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Super. So anybody who feels inspired to reach out to you, and obviously I put your social links so people can connect and can be encouraged to, to actually go for no. And yeah, thank you so, so much for having the courage to have this amazing project and to really inspire others. Because at the end of the day, the more no's you have, the more failure you have, the more successful you will be. That's right. Uh, fail and grow rich. You know, that's the, yeah. That's yeah. the idea. That's a good book. Next, I one. own that domain name, by the way. So I've, I've owned that domain name for 10 years, never done anything with it. But well, uh, maybe I'll write a book on that someday. I was going to say that's your next book coming up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Leo, for being here uh, on Hard Sales Podcast. And uh, I just I want to encourage the listeners to set their goal. It doesn't need to be a thousand, but right. have something where you totally feel okay with the yeah. failure rate and where you stretch right. a little bit to get out of your comfort zone. That's right. Make, make yourself a little nervous. Hey, Christine, thank you very much. This has been fantastic. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much. And for everybody listening, hop on over to christineschlansky.com find the podcast tab and there you find all the show notes, the resources and yeah, make sure you subscribe to the empowerment notes and I can't wait to get to you with the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.